Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, the podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. Beer for every occasion. Beer for all occasions. Yeah, so nice of you. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. That's what I'm here for. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Got my co-host, Coach, sitting across from me. What's up, dude? Hey, just chilling, having a great time. That's what I like to hear. Val, thanks for pressing buttons. Hey, peg legs. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're drinking a, a Strangeland Plowshare, a little IPA tonight. Uh, coming to you live from Austin, Texas, as live as we can be, Tuesday, April 24th. I failed to mention in the amateur hour that Wednesday, the 25th, tomorrow, is my mother's birthday. Oh. So happy birthday to Jane Ann. Well, happy late birthday. Now. Late birthday, now that it's Friday, so I fucked God, that one all up. terrible son. I fucked it all up. Wow. It's totally my bad. Um, but if you're listening to us, you're listening on Sound... I mean, we're not taking the blame for it. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, please follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, give us some five-star <laughs> reviews. Sorry, I wasn't talking in my hot mic. Oh my God, the fucking mic. Uh, this is our pro show. Like I mentioned, uh, we are sponsored by Strangeland Brewery from, well, maybe not day one, but like day two, pretty much. Day one and a half. Uh, but uh, go ahead and tell the people what we got coming up at Strangeland. <clears throat> On May 12th, they're going to be releasing a brand new beer at the brewery. It's called the Margarita Agozi. Did I say that? Margarita Agozi. Goza. 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 We goza to get the margaritas. Yes. <laughs> brand new beer. From Strangeland, if you've ever been to a beer release party, you know what the deal is. It's 20 bucks to get in, gets you a plate of food, it gets you two free beers, and then they're going to have 14 others on draft that you can drink from all night. All limited release beers. Beers, I promise, that you've never had before because they've never been available to the public. It's a good time, it's a party, It's and it will sell out. So get your tickets while you can. I did try a margarita beer at the last party they had. The not the St. Patty's, but when the one was the the three anniversary. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was the same one. It is not. Okay, but it was good though. How it was a you? margarita style. How dare you? Okay. You're right. But I am looking forward to it. Try looking forward to trying out yeah. the uh, the new stuff that's on the taps. All yeah. limited stuff. Um, oh, Adam gave me a sneak peek, and I promise I wouldn't tell anybody. So 
I won't tell you guys about it. Oh, that's it. really fucked up. Well, you know. That's rude and selfish. Yeah. Uh, but if you're around around Austin uh, looking to grab some of the uh, Strangeland collection, you can get the flagship out there. You can get the Mix 6. That's two Plosh Air, two IPA, two Austinite Pills. Um, a great six-pack if you're heading down to the river, Barton Creek, uh, anywhere around water, on the lake. Comes in cans. Really cool-looking box. So go check that out. You can find it at Whole Foods, Specs, Twin Liquors, H-E-B, uh, grocery stores, liquor shops, all around Austin, Texas. Um, and then our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. We have renewed our sponsorship throughout the summer with those guys. Uh, if you're looking to camp, tube, get a raft, uh, just go hang out by the river. Check out mountainbreezecamp.com. Find out uh, who's playing on what weekend. That calendar will be updated soon. Uh, but all of May <clears throat> and the entire summer, uh, that's the place to be down on River Road in New Braunfels. Follow Strangeland on Twitter at Brew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Mountain Breeze is mountainbreezecamp.com. Let's go ahead and get into our show business. Chad is out, if you could not tell. It's just myself, Coach, and Ballad tonight. The OG3. He gone. Coach right. has decided he's going to use one of our uh, new microphones that uh, does not work because Ballad does not have, know how to use it yet. Um, I'm using the hot mic. so Hot mic that's not plugged in. My sound quality is going to be fantastic tonight. Yeah, okay. And it's not that I don't know how to use it. I just haven't taken the time to learn how just yet. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's antiqued, so we just need to buy new shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we did switch around the order. This is the pro show coming to you on a Friday. Uh, we did put the amateur hour on Wednesday just because we had some NFL draft talk. Those guys are still amateurs when we talked about it uh, and when we released that show. They're not amateurs now if you're listening. Well, some of them will, some of them some will them maybe, and some of them may not. <laughs> and you never know, maybe the whole NFL draft gets delayed for some more unforeseen reason. So, mm, you know. Uh, you may have just jinxed like a mass murder at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. It would be a real shame if someone called it a bomb threat at AT&T Good Stadium. God. It would be a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I might have to uh, tip off the FBI on that. That, yeah. is, that was kind of sketchy the way you said that. Mm. Um, real shame. <laughs> our show bet tonight is the Heat and 76ers a 216-point total. We took the over, and it is um, not looking great right now. Well, about five minutes ago, you guys were real confident in this, and then and uh, now that the show started, you're, you're understanding that your math is flawed. In, in it, hasn't changed, it hasn't changed enough for me to be okay with it. Oh, I'm believing it. Bang. Bang, three-pointer. We just got another three. Coach I'm, is believing. Coach I'm is believing. I'm living by the threes in this game. The only way this hits is if we go to overtime, so I'm cheering for that. For those of you listening, uh, uh, we are at uh, 7 minutes and 45 seconds left in the fourth quarter of the Miami Heat 76ers game five, so you can go back and uh, watch that while we talk if you want. That'll probably help, because um, this is great radio, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we have the over. I don't think we're going to get there, but uh, I'm pretty good to kiss the death. And Oh, is he not wearing his mask? No mask. No mask. Joel Embiid is taking the mask off. Um, but coach, <laughs> coach, let's go ahead and get into uh, Ballard's trivia. Oh, it came off. Sorry, skin rattled around. Sorry, my fault. Can we get into Ballard's trivia? Do let's do it. Because this is horrible <clears throat> radio. We're All talking right. about a game that's three days ago. Ballard, turn my host mic on. <clears throat> All right, we're up. Three. All right, now it's time for everybody's favorite moment of Sports Buzz Weekly. Can Ballard win his own? 
funny. Here <laughs> yeah, on the Sports Buzz, we like to do this thing called Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Year one, Ballad's in charge. Doesn't know how to do money. Expert and I both win. Come out empty-handed. Year two, we give it to the accountant. Coaches in charge. Everybody gets paid. Except for Ballad. Ballad won a quarter. We got some revenge to deal with. That turned into quarters Ballad's getting paid with. So, we got $33.50 in quarters, and Uncle Tom is sending you $4 through the mail, I assume. He's going to take as long as to, to get him Dark Pepper, so <laughs> we don't know about that $4. Sometime but in 2022, I'll get that. All this other money is in a cup in my car, and I bring some in every week, and we play a game. This week, it's all about movies, Ballad. We Ooh, found more out, movies. found yeah. out earlier, you're not very good at movies, which makes this game even better. So for our pro show, decided to change the game up because guess what? We don't repeat games on this show. That's just not a thing. If you repeat games, <clears throat> you're a loser. Loser. I don't mean to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass. So loser, we loser, won't... you're a loser. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Honestly. So, oh, I need to find that. Just like everybody who steals our stuff, I stole a little bit of somebody else's. Uh, I went to Google, the trusty server of all search engines, yep. and I typed in best. Inserted a sport, movies. And I came up with the top three in all of our favorite categories. Fantastic. So, let's get started. Well, where do you want to start? Let, let's. I'll let you pick a member of the podcast, <clears throat> and we'll go into that category. So, I guess we'll start with Dale. Alright, we'll start with Dale. Dale's category would be best golf movies. Are there is there more than one? Oh, there's a lot. There are quite a few. I have the top five on here. It should be called all like average. I think you said sports movies. Sports movies. I thought we were doing hobby movies. Hey, sports can be both funny and dramatic. Okay, perfect. just so you know. So we'll start with the best golf movies. I will. I'll give you the names of one. Or I'm sorry, not the names. The year they were released for one through three. Number one was released in 1980. Number two, released in 1996. And number three, also 1996. Ooh. So I'm just naming the top three. Top three movies in the sport search. category based on Google search. Well, give me Caddyshack, Tin Cup, and... Those are the top two. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure those are the only golf movies. But um, I'm going to take a flyer. Another golf movie. Three was 1996 too? Yep. I was five at the time. You'd be amazed at how many sport movies Kevin Costner's in. He's a multi-sport athlete. Can't think of who Kevin Costner is. Kevin Costner's in, in Tin Cup. Oh, I got that one already. Um, <clears throat> I have no idea. I, I I I can think of two golf movies and yeah, I I I would have thought it was Legend of Bagger Vance, but top five, not top three. Um, let's see. 1996. Uh, golf. Got one more guess. Golf. Is there an Airbud uh, golf movie? There's not an <laughs> Airbud no. golf movie. <laughs> there should be. Should we contact Airbud? Should we let him know that there should be it? Hole in one! Airbud! <laughs> uh, can you give me a hint? Nope. Have you seen this movie? I've seen it multiple times. Have you really? Many a time. I've probably seen it and I don't even know it. Um. Oh, you have another guess. So good luck. Yeah. No. Um. Rick Trevino makes a cameo in this movie. I don't know who that is. Oh, come on. It's, oh, now now he's the... Hey, like I said, sports can also be funny. Sports can be funny. Um, 
Here's the best thing I can give you. The most anti-golf golf movie. Anti-golf golf movie. Oh, Happy Gilmore. Absolutely. Yes. Man, I would really consider that a hockey movie if I had to. You know, Gil- Gilmore was a hockey player. <clears throat> he had a... <laughs> he was a hockey player. Gilmore was a hockey I'll player. I'll give that I'm kind of upset that I didn't have hockey in here because then I had to leave off Goon, which is one of my favorite sport movies. But... Oh, and the Mighty Ducks. Now, yeah. now I'm only going to be thinking of Mighty Ducks the entire time of this rest of the segment. All right. So, uh, and number four was The Greatest Game Ever Played, number five, The Legend of Bagger Bands. I had Greatest Game Ever Played in my eye, but I figured... So, Balak, where are we going to next? I guess we'll go with the experts. Give me the basketball movies. We'll go right? with the expert. Best basketball movies. Hmm. You're gonna give Vegas uh, dates? Sorry. Number one, 1986. Number two, 1996. Number three, 1992. Okay, well, Hoosiers has to be on this list. Classic. Yes. Number 80, one. 86, number, number one. Number one. What was the year number two? <clears throat> 1996. And 1992. I mean, Space Jam. Space Jam <laughs> is number two. Yes, that's what I wrote, too. And what was three? Number three, 1992. 92. Oh, oh got it. Years old. Got um, it. See, I'm not I'm not good with years. Like this year, Oh, the the years would not help the me. The years at all. Doesn't oh, help it me. It helped me a little bit. It helped me a little bit. So we said Hoosiers. We said Space Jam. Is this a is this a duo it, of players? It is a duo of players. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, man. I was gonna say like Mike, but I know that's no. not right. Like Mike doesn't no. even make the top come five. On, come on. But, come on, give it to me. Let me get one more, okay? A duo of players. Um, God, I really hate this part of the show. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike is a pretty good guy. I'm glad you at least came I, up with I something. Came with at least one. eight basketball. At movies. least something. I got this. Is it a serious basketball movie? Uh, it is a. I mean, fairly, fairly serious. Uh, so fuck it. Yeah, I'm, give me a hint. Come on, help me out. I'll give you actors. I'll give you Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And uh, Woody Harrelson are the two main characters. Like I said, I don't know movies. White Man Can't Jump, dude. Yep. Did, uh, uh, did uh, Old Jesus... One of Jesus... the greatest hustler... I mean, it's a gambling movie, too. One yeah. of the greatest hustler movies ever. Did hey. Jesus Shovelsworth make the top five? Uh, He got game, right? He got game. Yes, it did make the top five, but number four, Coach Carter, bro. Oh, gals are going, too. Samuel so L. Jackson. yelling at the kids. Confession? Never seen White Man Can't Jump. What? Never seen it. You should uh, check it out. It's, it's a pretty good, good movie. It's a good All one. right, where are we going next? Um, I guess we're going, we already did football in the amateur hour, or do we have more football? Movies? No football. No football here. Do we have football? Your, your no, favorite no. sport is soccer. We, we, have your, we have your expertise, You and I we have are coaches' left. expertise. Oh, I guess I'll, I'll take yours, a baseball movie, I guess. We are going best baseball movies. Okay. Number one came out in 1988. Number two came out in 1989. Number three, also 1989. Oh. Kevin Costner. In one of these movies as well. <laughs> Give me uh, Angel in the Outfield. No. Fucking what? That's a 90s movie, first of all. Who made this list? Google. Google came up with this. Google list. is full of shit. Um, <laughs> Angels in the Outfield is not even the top five. That's crazy. <laughs> Which I'm uh, not even surprised about. Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams is on there. That's 1989. That's number two. Okay. I didn't realize it was that old. Um... I know Airbud made a couple baseball movies. So. No, they did not. Don't go with Airbud. Get the fuck out of here. I can't believe Airbud wasn't on the basketball movies. That should have been number one across the board. That should have been a give me on all sports, Airbud. Uh, I mean, I would have preferred Airbud over Coach Carter. <laughs> uh, Hardball? No. Hardball was like 
First of all, Late money ball early is. I thought there was a hardball too. Hardball ah. with with the black kids from Chicago. Oh, uh, that's right. That's yeah. not with Keanu. Neither, neither Keanu. That's neither. a great movie. Damn it. This list is super racist. Is basically what it sounds yeah. like. They, yeah. If you don't no, know these are like racist. real baseball movies. Like, oh, they're not real. Why is it not real? Huh? Because that's a. My number one is not a real movie. Like, it's totally fake. Yeah, are these funny baseball movies or real baseball movies? Uh, one is a comedy. The other two are dramas. Oh shit! I got the wrong one for three. He already got Field of Dreams though, right? He did get Field of Dreams. Shit. Which is, I, I've actually never seen Field of Dreams. I, just, I just know it's a baseball movie. <laughs> I just know Kevin Costner's in it. And you know it's not basketball because that crosses two categories. Can't be. Oh, I was actually kind of thinking about saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone there. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of I, I want to say Fever Pitch, but it's too new. I know it's yeah. not, not even close to the list. It is not even close. Um. I have no idea. Give it to me. Uh, should major major league should be one, right? Major league is number three. Oh, also in nineteen eighty nine. Mm, never seen it. The first one's a comedy. No. Oh, major yeah. league is a comedy. Well, you said the first one was a comedy. No, comedy and I said one of them was a comedy. Uh, oh. Oh uh, God, no. what is no? <sighs> a drama. Yeah. You're gonna hate yourself. I have to say. I am gonna hate myself. But I'll give you five seconds. I have nothing. All right. It's Bull Durham. Uh, classic. Classic. Right. I actually have not seen Bull Durham. Followed by The Natural and my all-time favorite, The Sandlot. I had Sandlot uh, written Sandlot. down my I'm upset five. I didn't say Sandlot. Bad News Bears mm-hmm. didn't make this list. So, just relax. We got two more categories. We'll go into your expertise and then the quality one, best sports movies all-time as labeled by Rolling Stones magazine. Whoa. But... First, best wrestling movies. You're gonna have to work hard for this one. There's only a couple. <laughs> not quite the real ones. Real wrestling, I mean. Uh oh. Oh fucking a. Well, if Vision Quest is the number one, then <laughs> Vision I... Quest is not anything I ever saw at all. Are you fucking serious? Vision <laughs> Quest see... isn't number one. Did not see Vision Quest come up in anything that I when I searched best wrestling movies. Well, then I can only assume that there are no real wrestling movies on this list. Well, let's let's uh, get some dates and see if we can figure yeah, yeah, shit out. Number one was came out in two thousand eight. Number two came out in two thousand eleven, and number three was in nineteen ninety nine. Jesus Christ! Vision um, Quest, you say? Vision Quest, the greatest right. wrestling movie of all time. Everybody, look it up, watch it. <clears throat> um, give me the the Chase and Tana movie. Um, Chase and Chase and Chase and Tatum. What's his name? Channing. Channing. That's <laughs> um, only uh, my assumption. <laughs> when does he wrestle? He wrestle. Um, it's him and uh, Michael Scott. They do the, uh, the the DuPont movie. I can't remember the name of it. But I'm sure it's not on the list because <laughs> apparently they're all fake wrestling movies. I have movies. no idea what that is. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I'm sure you Ooh. know. This Ooh. list is, is ridiculous. I'm, you know what? This is bad. I'm not going to get any in my own sport. 2011. Seven years ago. Is it the one with the Death Wrestler? Because I can't remember the name of that one either. Death Wrestler? Yeah, or he was blind. Um, Daredevil? No, not Daredevil. <laughs> I think he said Death. He, I said Death, but I meant blind. Because it's a movie about a blind wrestler. So I, 
I don't know. We got to move on. This, we're just taking way too much time. Just, just list them off to Is me. Is Nacho like... Libre on the list? Nacho Libre did not make the list. Oh, I thought that was number one. Thank but God. I did see that around, <laughs> hanging around. I thought that was number one. So, number one is The Wrestler, which is... <laughs> it's actually it's actually a pretty good movie for what the movie is worth. Um, God, I can't think of his name. The Wrestler. Pretty good oh, movie. That's just insulting. Uh, number two, I've never heard of, Win Win. I, nope. could, not, I could not tell you what that yeah, was. Yeah, The Wrestler is about not wrestling. Yeah, yeah it's... Win-win. Dramatized wrestling. And then... Uh, Win-win. Oh, actually, Win-win is a good movie. Oh, we got an endorsement. All right. And then uh, number number three is Beyond the Mat. Beyond the Mat? What the fucking Mickey Mouse bullshit is this? Also on here was some joke-looking movie called Ready to Rumble. (laughs) And another movie where two men just stared at each other sweatily called No Holds Barred. And I assume both of them were fake wrestling. I just... I I mean, Beyond the Mat, I'm looking at is definitely... Fake wrestling. So it should be called Beyond the Ring. You know, these Exactly. Fucking, these fucking I assume that one was also like real wrestling, but... I'm, I'm like so dumb about it. Vision Quest should have been one, two, and three on this list. No questions asked. Well, my apologies. Uh, but here we go. The top three best sports movies of all time according to Rolling Stones. What do you got? Well... We got number one is a 1994 classic. It's a basketball movie. Number two, a 1976 classic... Boxing, number three, 1976 classic about baseball. Okay, well, give me Rocky. That's boxing. Yep. Well, what was the sport, the sport of the first one? Basketball. 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 Are, did any of these make the other lists? No, none of these are repeats, which I was actually glad. Oof. Basketball, that's hard. Well, I already tapped out on my basketball. Um, baseball in 76? Yeah, but tap back into your baseball. Um, Sandlot? <laughs> 76? 76? Well, f- I haven't seen any movie that old. I don't know. I'm, I just... I can't. I can't! <laughs> um, I'm going to tap out. We're going way over right now. Just list these off for us. I got Number nothing. one, 1994. Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. Really? And then number three. I didn't make these lists up. So it's a Hoop Dreams is the name the number one sports movie of all time. Yeah. According to Rolling Stones. I've never even heard of it. I honestly don't know what Rolling Stones, whoever wrote that article was high as shit. And then number three was uh, Bad News Bears. Oh. Oh, no. If you would have made like a a bear gesture, I probably still wouldn't have got it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. uh, $1.75, that's uh, three bucks for the evening. Not bad at all. Pretty good Not night. bad at all. Pretty good night. All right. Well, hey, we're, like you said, we're running late, so let's go ahead and get into uh, the interview that you did with uh, Chell Guy Corey and talk some Chell. Let's do it. Let's Chell. All right. Welcoming back onto the Sports Buzz, our favorite Chell Guy Corey. Corey, what is going on, my man? What's up, boys? It's good to hear from you. Thanks for making some time on a Tuesday afternoon. I love it. Well, Corey, I know you're busy, guys, so we'll get straight into it. The first round of NHL playoffs is almost over, so I uh, wanted to get just your general sense of how the first round went and 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 just see if this uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs is living up to the hype as it usually does. Yeah, well, it's been a pretty crazy first round. Uh, kind of surprising there's only one series that's going to be 
Yeah, I want to circle back to what you said about the L.A. Vegas series. Yeah, you whiffed big time on that being a challenge at all, but something that you did nail was that this was the series to bet the under on. I bet it every single game, and it showed profit for every single one. So, uh, one to, yeah, one to give you the, the props for that one, and hoping that you can give me some insight on the next series that's going to be good for uh, goaltending and low scoring. Goaltending and low scoring. All right. I mean, you guys stick with Vegas right now. I mean, Flurry had four games, four wins, a 9.66 save percentage, and like a goal against average. It's almost 100 of That is as good as it gets. Uh, Vegas is playing good shutdown. Yeah, I would stick with that Vegas San Jose series. I don't think it's going to be very high scoring, <laughs> scoring either. Um, I would say San Jose's got a little bit more firepower, um, especially now since they picked up a Vander Kane that LA has. But I would bet against Vegas, man. They're, they're looking sharp. I would stick with them. I'd stick rolling with them. Um, I think that's going to be great. And then I think um, all the other series pretty much are going to be shootouts. I can mean, Winnipeg, Nashville, Winnipeg has got so, so much firepower. Um, but Nashville, I mean, they are always good defensive side. they got great goaltending, but I just don't see them shutting down Winnipeg. And then over in the Eastern Conference, I mean, that's always a shootout. You're going to have Washington, Pittsburgh, and then you're going to have Tampa Bay and either Boston or Toronto. So those are all going to be high-scoring games for sure. So I would stick with that Vegas San Jose series. Let the roll, the, let the dice roll in Vegas. I'm good with that. Um, I love it, baby. Hey, uh, speaking of that Caps Pittsburgh series that's coming up, you know, fit, you know, the Caps come back and win four straight in a row. Can they ride this momentum and finally get a win over the Penguins, or is it gonna? Have, have we already uh, seen this movie before? Oh my God, we've seen it so many times, but I feel for Washington every single year. 
I really want to see guys like Ovechkin or Backstrom and Oshie. Um, they deserve Stanley Cups, and I want to see them get Stanley Cups. I'm so over Pittsburgh. I mean, they've got three Stanley Cups in the last seven years. Um, they're back-to-back. This year they go through. It's going to be a three-peat. And, I, you know, I don't like seeing the same shit happen over and over again. So I'm really going for Washington. They really picked up the momentum. They look good. Um, you know, Philly had a couple high-scoring games against Pittsburgh. I think they won one of the games 5-1. Um, that last game, they just lost and they got knocked out because they lost 8-5. Um, so, I, you know, I think Washington can maybe do it. Pittsburgh can't keep the puck out of the net. So, um, we'll see. But I'm going to be pulling for Washington yet again for probably fucking eighth year in a row. But we'll see. Yeah, so we uh, last basketball season, we were talking about a little rust versus rest factor. You know, do you want to ride momentum in, or do you want that extra break? With the two teams that get get out of the first round with a sweep, are you worried about a little bit of rust, or, or do you think rest is is what carries them through to the next round? See, at this point, this late in the season, I think rest is the best thing you can get. Um, after, you know, playing for however long I played for, uh, you know, you are beat up at the end of the season. The best thing you can do is rest. Um, it's not like they're taking, you know, 10 days off or however long. They're, you know, they're going to be getting on the ice. And such high-intensity games in the playoffs that, I, like I said, rest is the best thing. People are, are so hurt, injured, beat up. I mean, one guy on Philadelphia just played with an MCL, and he uh, MCL there, and he had a hat-trick in the last game. Another guy had a separated shoulder, and he's got to up to use. So I think rest right now definitely plays a, a big part. Um, you know, helping teams to the next round. Nice. Well, we're not into the next round yet. We've got, I think, is it one more or two more game sevens before we're we're off into the uh, the next round? Is it just one, the Bruins? One more game seven. Yeah, uh, Bruins and Toronto, that's it. Um, by the time our listeners listen to this, that game will have already happened. But uh, give us a prediction. What, between these two teams, who's going to make it on to the next one? Breaking my heart, Corey. You're breaking I know, my I'm heart. Just so, I just all those New England teams, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. I hate them. Hate fans. They're dicks. I'm going for for Toronto. It's a, it's a new blood team. I like it. They're fun. They're young. They're fast. I want to see them do something. Well, it looks like we have a new rivalry, but that's all right. Rivalries are great for sports. Uh, well, game sevens are always fun. But sweeps show, show that you're in charge. We got one series going in the next round that's undefeated in the playoffs. What do you think is going to happen between the San Jose Sharks and the L- Las Vegas Golden Knights? There you go. Uh, I'm going with uh-huh. Vegas. They're so fat. I don't think San Jose has to speed the matchup. San Jose is definitely a faster team than the Kings were. Um, but man, Vegas looked really, really good. And, I mean, the whole city rallies behind them. It's the only pro team they have. They went through a lot of shit. I mean, that Vegas team brought the community together. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Vegas. I think that's going to go seven games, though. 
I hope so because I can't get enough of it. Um, and if if I can get seven unders in a row, like that's that's great for me. I'm all about it. Um, oh yeah, of course. Corey, tell me why is the Vegas the Vegas Golden Knights story not the number one story in sports right now? Like they, they, nothing like this has ever happened where you have a newly formed team being this dominant in a city that went through such a huge tragedy. Like, why can't the NHL get this to be top-line news? Oh, man, it's amazing. It literally could be, like, story of the decade as they end up pulling something off. Um, it's just so cool to see a new team break so many different records. I mean, a new team, a new franchise like this never even made playoffs. They were breaking records for home wins, road wins, everything. Uh, it's cool to see, too, because they don't really have any superstars. I mean, if you look at the top 15, 20 point leaders in the NHL, not one guy is from Vegas. But, I mean, they've got James Neal, who's a big-time player, that William Carlton gets 40 goals this year. He had seven last year on Columbus. So it's just, I mean, it really is about opportunity, and Vegas has that opportunity to really make some history. So it's pretty cool. And I really, really am kind of hoping they make something happen because, like you said, it would be, it would be the best story probably in the last 20 years of sports. Yeah, I'm upset that the NHL can't get that to be a bigger story, but I'm more upset that they have every play... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm also upset that the NHL can't stagger their games. It feels like every single playoff game starts at the same time every night. Like, why don't they have game uh, daytime games in the, the NHL? Like, you guys are already competing against the NBA playoffs. Like, there's this huge middle of the time in the middle of the day where a lot of people would watch hockey if it was on, and there's and it's nothing to watch. I don't understand it. I know. It's just tough because, I mean, ratings, if you show day games, the ratings are so low because they were working and stuff like that. Um, and it sucks always with the first round because there's so many games. I mean, there's going to be four games tonight. So, you know, of course, some games are going to overlap. But uh, they did a good job, like, on Saturdays and Sundays. They have games that start at 2. Games that start at five, games that start at seven thirty. Um, but it, it is always tough, especially since you know the NHL and ESPN broke their little um, thing they had a few years ago. So if ESPN doesn't show games, ESPN doesn't cover hockey. Um, you know that's all the NBC network, so NBC Sports and NBC. So um, you know it's it is a bummer, but it is what it is. And I think as the rounds kind of start to narrow down, there's not going to be as many games. So it's going to be a little easier to space out. You know, you're going to have the 6 o'clock game, the 7.30 game, and the 9 o'clock game. So um, they're going to overlap, but it sucks because there's only two networks that will – I mean, it's NBC Sports and NBC that are playing the game. So um, I think it's just tough to do right now with so many of them. Yeah, I can see that. Well, uh, Chill Guy, we appreciate you coming on. Um, hey, the, the NFL draft is coming up, and your boy, Baker Mayfield, there's some rumors that he's going to go first overall. Do you have a prediction for uh, where he goes? You know, I think it would be insane if Cleveland took him first. We don't care. Oh, you sucks. Bye. <laughs> All right. And that was our interview with Chell Guy Corey. Um, so, yeah, Washington's back. My pick for the Stanley Cup. Four straight wins. Watch out, boys. Watch out. Four straight wins. After losing the first two at home, everything looked like it was apocalypse in Washington, D.C. Not so fast.
Four straight wins, and this will be the eighth straight year that the Penguins end their playoff run. So pretty, pretty pumped for that too. Not the eighth. I love, straight. I love they, a streak. They played three years in a row, not eight straight. That's... You have to check safe on that, but uh... yeah, yeah. Well, I heard it last night while I was watching the game. Third straight year, and Washington I'm... is stoked about it. They're ready. They've got this. Alchevichkin scored two goals last night. T.J. Oshie's playing incredible in the playoffs. That team is rolling. Have you had more or less than eight beers when you heard that stat? Uh, push, probably. No, probably more. Probably more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach, your your uh, your Bruins are gonna get a win tomorrow. Night? Hey, uh, well, this show is what Thursday. What are we? Where are we? Thursday. Today is Friday morning. Today would be Friday. If Friday we're morning or later. This. So we're either in or we're out. That's all I gotta say about that. Hey, I'm, I just want to be the first to say I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, we're we're either in or we're out, and uh, our show bet is fucked. Show bet's not gonna make it. It's not gonna make it. I'm close. All right, well, hey, let's do some chicken wing predictions. I predict you guys aren't getting fucking chicken wings. You made us take the over tonight. This is. I didn't say I didn't say anything. That is true. So I'm gonna guess smoked wings. Ooh, you guess. I was backed by our uh, and. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Domingo's also going with smoked wings. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, mango habanero. Hmm. Hey, yeah. I got backed by our expert on this, so don't blame me for this bet. Blame him. He knows basketball. All right, we're going to hit a break. We'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. Show bet is toast. Not even come close to the Get in the ditch. What? I would have taken the under. That's a way high point score for the, for the East. Too for many the points. East? That's way too many points. Too many points. God, you listen to our expert and coach? What an idiot. First of all, Philadelphia is a bottom 10 defense in the fucking league. So If I would have said over, we would have hit the under, though. Yeah, no. If I would have said under, it would have hit the over. Honestly, I blame, I blame Meek Mill. I, it's Meek Mill's fault, but it they is. did win. They did win. Free Meek. All right, let's talk the NBA playoffs real quick. Uh, since we're running over, we probably won't talk too much on this. Uh, that win right there puts Philadelphia... What? In the next round. Oh, yeah. They're through. They're done. They get through Miami. Uh, Boston is up 3-2 now after the win tonight being Wednesday, Tuesday night. So what did they play? Thursday? Thursday? I don't know. The rest of the East is not done. Well, I think they play Thursday against Milwaukee again. Oh, yeah, they do. I'm sorry. In Milwaukee. Predictions on that game? I think you're right. Um, think it's going seven? I think it has to. I, I just don't think we're good enough on the road, and we've been a different team at home. So it's that sucks to say. But, I mean, I mean, this is this is what Boston is going to be this playoffs. Like, I have to deal with it because we don't have our two best players. Freak, freak. So uh, having Marcus Smart back was nice. Um, maybe he gives us a boost on the road, though. That's all I really can hope for. And then we got Golden State-San Antonio coming up here in just a second, uh, but you had already watched it, so um, let's talk. Yeah, that series should be wrapped up. Yeah, that should be. Should be, but you never know. It's playoffs. 
Toronto. Playoffs? Dude, Toronto and Washington have been a great series. Uh, that thing's all tied up. Both teams win their home games. Dude, Toronto's 0-2 in Game 7s in 2018. Yeah, what's yeah. Up with that? So, so we're just going to talk about that ridiculous stat. Um, I'm sorry, they're 2-2 two two in Game 7s. But uh, They've lost two straight games. Washington's played really good the last two games at home. John Wall's kind of turned it on. I mean, John Wall's a gangster, dude. He's not going to let some punk-ass rapper from Canada who was showing off in a wheelchair in high school that he's <laughs> better than him. Like, it's not going to happen. John Wall's a grown man, okay? What does he throw up the BB? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Some gangster shit. John Wall is a true gangster. Like, he's from the streets. Kind of. Uh, That's not allegedly. That's we, facts. We mentioned Philadelphia is now past the heat, moving on. Uh, <coughs> Cleveland and Indiana has been an interesting series. This is the most interesting series, I think. Yeah, with the fights and the chippiness, LeBron versus Stevenson. I was about to say, I am, even though I hold a Cleveland future uh, for them to win the whole thing, I'm a big Lance Stevenson fan. His ability to get in LeBron's head is something of a work of art. Like, LeBron, you're the best player in the world. Probably going to go down as the best player of all time. And you there's have... so much footage of your of your career is going to be of Lance Stevenson just making you miserable on the court. The best Mentally. thing was, he was... he was signed by Minnesota or Milwaukee, and they released him. Earlier on in the season, he wasn't good enough to play on their team, so he went back to Indiana, and now he's playing in the playoffs guarding LeBron James. So great. Yeah. I love it. He's hilarious, and those guys go together, like, I don't know if there's any better one-on-one matchup or more beef between those guys, but they have been scuffling, and Stevenson just likes to fucking get in people's heads and push them and go to the ground i would love to see them meet at a bar that would be great. yes he's, uh the other series he's a real life troll and that's fucking awful but talk about chippiness let's go ahead and move to utah oklahoma city yes you beat me to it you beat me to it i transitioned it's, it fucking wonderfully i was about to do the out. exact same thing it's been fantastic <laughs> and last night i was also going to do this transition too just so everyone knows <laughs> last but night, you beat me to it but you know i'll let you have this one this time last night was must-see TV from the moment the first tip happened. Okay, let me let me ask you this, first of all, before we get into this fucking gold from Game 4. Why does Russell Westbrook think Ricky Rubio is the best player on the Utah Jazz? Like, can anyone explain why he thinks shutting Ricky Rubio's shit down matters the absolute most? Can anyone explain that to me? Uh, because he went off for a triple-double on him, that's why. He's Ricky Rubio. He's not the best player on that team. He lit he, it and he up. needs a haircut. He lit it up in Game 3. No, he he needs... tore them up in Game 3. Not a haircut, just less grease. Like, I don't know what fish that guy's using, but he seems to comb <laughs> his hair with a fish every single day. It's all up, dude. I, think I mean, nasty. I get it. He did He did go off in Game 3, but... Dude, Donovan Mitchell's the best player on that team, though. Absolutely he is. Absolutely 100% the best player Christ. on that team. Donovan Mitchell is so good. He, let's see, he finished with 33 points. But let's, but let's get to Playoff 30. P. Because Playoff P apparently can't handle being touched on the court. And... Yeah, he, he didn't like that. Who, who, who's guarding him? Most of the time? Uh, the... 
What is his name? Uh, or who was it that he Ingles. got into that fight Ingles. with? Ingles. Ingles. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking nobody from Utah. That's the thing. Like, the, this Oklahoma City team has, I mean, Paul George and Russell Westbrook, who are at the top right now. But old man Carmelo. I mean, they are focused on the wrong guys on this Utah team because Ingles and Ricky Rubio apparently own the Oklahoma City Thunder at this point. Ingles has made a point, apparently, in this playoff series to touch Paul George whenever possible. He's got it in his head. And Paul George hates it. He's got it in Paul George's head. I mean, yeah, he lost his shit on the sideline waiting to inbound the pass just because he touched him. Let me just read off the Jazz starters. <laughs> Favors, 13 points. He was plus 15 on the court. Ingles, 20 points, plus 15 on the court. Gobert, 16 points, plus 19 on the court. Rubio, 13 points, plus 22. Donovan Mitchell, 33 points, plus 22. They dominated that game. Their starters absolutely destroyed. And every single starter for OKC was minus double digits. And Carmelo was minus 18. Steven has minus 19. It was bad. Dude, but did you see uh, good old Steven Adams take an elbow to the face and not even... Lynch, he did, and I'm glad he didn't do anything because he realized well, he knew what, was what happened. On. I mean, he, he went, knew he went it wasn't for to, to take care of him and move him out of the way. He knew it wasn't intended for him, yeah. and that's why he was kind of like, "Hey, bro, you do that shit again, and I'll break your cool jaw." About it, he said something to him He's after, after cool he pushed him away. It was, I guarantee, you, it was something along the lines of, "If you ever do that again, I will break you." I guarantee it was, "If you touch my mustache again, we're gonna fight." Um. Portland gets swept by the New Orleans Pelicans, a six over the three. The only sweep. The only sweep. The only sweep. Only sweep. Uh, and then we mentioned Golden State and San Antonio. Fresh brooms. Yeah, they got the brooms out. Uh, Golden State, San Antonio, playing right now. Uh, seven nothing already, Golden State. Boring series. Uh, another decent series, Houston, Minnesota. Wait, can we go back and just do a quick moment of silence for uh, Aaron Popovich? Yeah, that's 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 tough. Um, but Pop's not not coaching again tonight. Dude, he's not gonna coach the rest of the season. No, and I think he may retire. Probably. I think he may retire. And Kawhi's gone. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to be there. That, that's I think that's been decided. But um, yeah, that that was pretty sad news. And you know, Pop's supposed to be the next coach for the USA basketball. And I don't know if he does that. Dude, but what's <laughs> Honestly, okay, so did you see the Wednesday night when they had all those games still? When they talked to LeBron after the game? They talked to everybody. I mean, LeBron was the first because he, he was right he, after his game. I did find out he was told before the interview started, hey, I'm going to ask you about this. And then he just kind of got emotional and lost it a little bit. Yeah, but what's with that? Like, I mean... That's TNT trying to get a good soundbite. That's exactly what that is. They asked Kevin Durant, too, in like a practice or something like that the next day or something uh, even I, the same day or something like that I was that. told for sure that that LeBron was told before the interview started that that was going to be a question asked so he wasn't blindsided with that that he just found that out right then and there but he did find it out right before the interview started it's just a, it's tough man All right. crazy. um Houston and Minnesota that's a 3-1 series Houston can close it out at home on Wednesday, when y'all listen, it'll be Friday. So, it's probably already done. Uh, let's move on from the NBA. Or Coach? Could not be done. Jimmy Butler. No, it could not be Locking done. But it's back James. in Houston. 
Uh, Coach, bring us up to speed on some baseball because uh, we all care about that so much. Well, let me tell you what. Uh, Shinji Otani, he's human. He lives on this planet. He is a part of this race. Greatest basketball baseball player to ever play the game. Uh, yeah, and the Red Sox torched him for a little bit, knocked him out in an early start against in their first game against him. Uh, Red Sox, best record in baseball, fantastic. Although, Spencer, oh, fuck. Dale, <laughs> you brought up a wonderful point that... Uh, Dale Gribble. What was it that no World Series team has, has ever done? That is true. No World Series team has ever been no hit. No win- World Series winner has ever been no hit. Yeah, and that happened this past week. So, it did. Uh, Do you agree with the call? Do you agree with the call? Because it was a little controversial. Red Sox player ran just outside the baseline, dope for the bag, did not get the tag on him on the last out of the game. I believe it was the last out, if not one of the last few. Um, he was called out for leaving the baseline. I think it's the right call. It doesn't matter to me. Honestly, I mean, a no-hitter is so much more than something like that. And uh, for it to come down to one play is just not equitable. So yeah. hey, they, uh, they didn't deserve any hits. By the way, Otani is pitching tonight, this being Tuesday night. Uh, five and a third, six hits, four earned runs, and five walks. Seven strikeouts, 4.43 year right. I mean, I think they need to... They're playing the Astros, so... Yeah, I mean... They're going to have to find his role, and it's not this eight-day rotational starter. Like, I I just don't understand what their plan is right now. He's a great hitter, though. He's a fantastic hitter. It's hard I mean, not to have him in the lineup. Yeah, but they can play him in the DH. They can play him, in, not, not they can play him in the field. Not if he's pitching. No, not if he's pitching, but... Well, I think he plays... I think he's a DH every day he doesn't pitch. Which is probably why they have him on extended. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a, there's a better formula for this, and and it's hard because there's not really any team that's done this before. I mean, the best landing spot would have put him in the fucking National League where he belongs. Like, I agree. Um, I mean, you could do more with him there, but I mean, that being said, he's he's a fantastic overall baseball player. But we'll see where this year takes him because he's going to struggle with one and excel in another. But he's never going to excel at both. Like I, I promise you. He's well, not. what do you think about? It's just too much. What do you think about the Astros coming off their World Series, being the defending champs? They're sixteen and eight right now. They struggled to kind of get going, and now the bats have started to wake up, heat up a little bit, and they have maybe one of the best starting pitching rotations in all of baseball. I mean, they have. Arguably the best starting three, top three in their rotation. Yeah, uh, I, I would say they do have the best three. top three in their rotation. Um, their bats are good. I mean, they're they're a young team. Their their contracts are built to be successful for a while. Yeah, and uh, they've supported that with bringing in Justin Verlander, who hasn't lost a start for them in the regular season. Um, they're they're. I think he's only gotten better. They're it's weird. I mean, the older he gets, the better he gets. Well, the thing is, he doesn't have to like struggle through starts like he did i mean in detroit he had to reach five innings like he had to get there yeah whether he was having a good day or not he doesn't have to do that in houston so it's a very different look um i think houston is just going to be comfortable they just need to ride this wave and take the struggles where they come make the minor adjustments and and be happy when you're succeeding because i mean it's a long season they're early on and they're having success but it's got to be a sustained thing and i think they know that they understand that 
with last year, the year before, they've been building towards this, and they're going to see some success here. Uh, I think kind of the the bigger thing, in my opinion, is uh, Bryce Harper uh, in Washington. I just think he's a much more interesting story. Um, it's volatile when he's bad there, and it's a carnival when he's great. Sure. Um, I mean, to me, he rides way too many emotions to be like a successful leader. Uh, you see guys like Mike Trout, uh, Albert Pujols, uh, even Barry Bonds to an extent when he was with San Francisco. Like guys like that are calm, cool, and collected. You even look at someone like Aaron Judge, as young as that kid is, he's a leader on that team in New York, and he's calm, cool, and collected <coughs> all so the time. So you're saying that Bryce Harper is kind of a little bit of a hothead? Oh yeah. Oh, well, hmm. what what is that? What is that the uh, the side effects of? Steroids. Oh, cool. uh, hey, Coach, uh, tell us real quick about your, your Red Sox. I know you we, we talked about no team has ever won the World Series after getting no hit, but they're still in first place. They're still playing really good baseball. They are doing fantastic. I mean, they lost the opening day game in Tampa Bay. They didn't lose. They've only lost like four games all season. They didn't lose a single game for like two and a half weeks or something like that. Um, they, they've just been a on a fantastic run. It's a great start, but by no means is this the definition of their year year. Um, they've shown that they've struggled with the bats at times, and and that's been their downfall. I think Mookie Betts is having a great year so far. Uh, JBJ is having a fantastic year. You see guys like Chris Sale and Rick Porcello and the pen, uh, starters for them that have just been dominating. Um, it's it's a great year to be a Red Sox fan. I'll tell you what. Um, we're off to a great start, but the AL East is hot right now. I mean, oh yeah, the Orioles are going to be fighting for position. The Yankees are going to get hot at some point. They've started off really, really slow, but they they paid for the bats to be there, and they they'll they'll show up at some point. Uh, Stanton just went four for four the other night, and uh, I mean his bat woke up. So you get ask some, you, about that. you get somebody like Stanton going with Judge with the cast of bats that they have there. Yeah, I mean they're dangerous. Shit, you could. See it's the scariest offensive line. Five home runs rattled off in a row in one inning. Not be a in problem. one inning. Yeah. It's the scariest lineup in baseball. Um, they're they paid for the ability to have a lineup like that, but I think it covers up issues that they have in the pin. And okay, so that's where so it's going to struggle for them. I wanted to bring up one thing that I saw this week: a record-breaking performance for a Longhorn baseball player. Uh, our boy Brandon Belt had a 21 pitch at bat, the longest at bat in Major League Baseball history. You don't want to say who plays for? Plays for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he fought off 21 pitches, or fouled off 16, and ended up lining out to right. I thought it was an awesome at bat. I thought it was a big deal. You're a baseball guy. I hope you can appreciate that, because I know Ballard cannot. So I want to know what you think before Ballard goes on a rant. Um, so to me, this is a uh, an Ingles putting a touch on the wrist of Paul George. Yeah. It's a, uh, a Lance Stevenson... Blowing, blowing in LeBron's ear, like it, it's that kind of performance. It's it's frustrating to a pitcher because you just can't get them the fuck out of your vision. Yeah, and I mean, twenty one pitches is a lot. To that was burn. first. That was first inning. Is a lot to burn on a person. It's exhausting, <clears throat> but you also get to a point in your mind that you say, "Okay, I have two pitch choices here. What is he thinking?" And you never want to get in that position as a pitcher to say. say what is my hitter thinking? You want to have a plan in attacking a batter, and I mean that goes out the window after ten pitches. Yeah. But 
to fight off 21, like, you're, you're in there just staying alive. And, hey, staying alive is the name of the game. You guys are talking like there was a positive outcome for the batter in this. At the end of the day, he went to the dugout and the, and the pitcher got it out. I don't understand what's what's so great about being at bat for as long as you were. Yeah. I get that you're getting the pitcher's arm tired, and I'm I'm sure that factors in. But at some point, there's no penalty for saying, hey, new pitcher, why don't you come sub this guy out? Because he had to throw 21 extra balls. I'm just saying that if you're at a baseball game, and you can go get a beer and come back, and the same person's still batting, at some point, you should go say, hey, man, today's not your day. Just go ahead and sit out. It's not going to happen today for you. Okay. Watch well, over me. How did he bat the rest of the day? Did he get any hits? He did actually hit a home run later on. Well, that's <laughs> cool, but, <laughs> you know, you know, get that done in the beginning. You know, save, save us all a lot of trouble. Man, well, honestly, if I got to go get a beer and come back and the same batter's up, I just got my money's worth out of today. For real. That is and the, that pitcher had over 75 pitches through like two and a half innings. So, yes, it, it was worth it. No, it wasn't. People are – we're trying to shorten the game of baseball to make it better. They're, they're, they've put rules in place to try to make the game shorter so people, more people will watch it. A lot like golf. They're, they're getting this all wrong. They're doing this the wrong way. You know, af, after wrong 12 way. pitches, say, you know what? Why don't you both just go sit down and let's bring in new people. I'm good. All right. Well, uh, did you want to skip first impressions? Or... I did want to skip first impressions. Fuck that shit. But only because this episode is being sent out on Friday. We don't know what games are going to be going on on Friday. And Good point. I'm not willing to put the work in to make up fake first impressions. Playoffs? Playoffs? All right. So we'll talk. Uh, we'll get into our nightcap. Sponsored by the beautiful, delicious, strange Lambert. Yeah, for every occasion. Here for every occasion. And all occasions. I said every occasion. Um, and we're going to talk a little Valero Texas Open. It was right in our backyard. In, well, no thanks. In San Antonio. Hey, you put it in here. I wasn't planning on talking about it. As but, a misprint. Um, well, this is the last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, the guy who won it is actually a Texas boy. And he had his first PGA Tour victory. Andrew Landry uh, actually tore it up. Won by two shots. He's from Port Neches Groves. Texas. Uh, so went... good for you. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is that? That's nowhere. No idea. Oh. Um, Jimmy Walker, Bernie guy uh, from Bernie, Texas. He finished in fourth place. I thought you said there was a name, a guy named Bernie guy. Bernie guy. Uh, Trey Molinax actually broke the course record. Shot sixty-two on Saturday. <laughs> Pretty fucking impressive. Um, yeah, I didn't really watch much of this. I'll be honest. I've got stories. My buddies went to this game. They uh, the game uh, or the, the match, the tournament, the there you go, the tournament. event, if tournament. you will. There you go, tournament. Um, they went on Sunday, and they they had tickets to the whole sixteen. Uh, oh yeah, cabana with with the uh, bunker in the middle of the green. Yeah, great hole and stupidest hole I've ever seen. You know, they started off there. They you know a bunch of my friends, some some, some degenerates, if you will. They were making some side bets for each hole. And they said as the day got longer, they got drunker, they also got louder, and eventually other people were wanting to get in on their action. Nice. And they said that they had old men coming over to their table, slapping money on the table, and at one point, they were acting as a bookie, taking money from one hand, putting it in the other. Oh my god. And at one point, they had the, what do you call the sign holder? Is he just called the sign holder? The guy who holds the, the quiet sign? The volunteer who holds the quiet sign? Yeah. They were giving that guy money, 
and making bets on him, and they were giving him on the side. So they made friends uh, on both sides, spectator what and people fuck? who were officiating, and they said that that was a blast. That sounds incredible. I've heard people up in the because the few times that I've been, I've heard people up in those in those suites and skyboxes, whatever you want to call them, going, I'll bet you five bucks. Phil hits the green here. Phil misses the green here. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him because you're sitting right down below. I was like, shit, maybe I should be doing that. That sounds fun. Well, the, well, they were doing odds and evens. So, you know, if you and I are sitting there at the table watching on, and we start at, you know, group number one. On the odd groups, if you have odds, you get to pick which golfer you think will win that hole. On the even groups, I get to pick the golfer. So each time you're getting to pick somebody, and you, so every, every hole you've got to uh, a horse in the race, if you will. Interesting. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. So it was a good time. Yeah, sounds like a blast. Yeah, wish I would have gone. <laughs> next time. Next time. Hey, hey. Next time. Always next time. Next week. All right. Well, hey, uh, we're right on an hour, I think. Uh, <clears throat> we just we just missed it. Ah, well, we're close. <laughs> well, plus music. Um, we'll be a little over, but Val, thanks for pressing buttons, man. Pleasure host podcast. Coach, uh, you can put the microphone down. Hey, it's hot mic night. You, you know, you can put we, the microphone we down. It. We doing it. We doing it you're a clown really <sighs> chad maybe next time you'll show up we had a good show without you could use the huh? nba but uh i'm your host spencer Spellman. until next week we're the sports buzz and we are out peace this party is officially over <laughs>